0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's time to put this Sharpie into action as we make our picks for who advances and who covers the spread in March Madness today. So let's go to the south region where we have 10 seed, Utah State laying a point a half against seven seed, Missouri total 155 and a half and jinx. Let's start there with the line because uh, Kate Constable came mm-hmm. on the show yesterday and made a very good point. The fact that the 10 seed yeah. is laying points and is the favorite against the mm-hmm. higher seeded team does the alarm go off for you when you see that
0: no i just i i get that yes a little bit that's something you want to look at and again i know fade the mountain west fade the mountain west all these different things you keep hearing the mountain west is eight since 2018 at the tournament that's unbelievable but i do like utah state here utah state is a very good three-point shooting team they're great at the free throw line Those things are very important in this tournament. But more than that is that their defense continued to improve throughout conference play, particularly over the last month. And I I just will say for the record, every time I looked at Missouri this season in any game in the SEC, I was always on – the wrong side if I ever pick Missouri. So Missouri is one of those teams that I stay away from. I get it's the Mountain West. I like Utah State a lot. I think they're a favorite for a reason. So Utah State minus point and a half. Yeah, let's do it.
1: I do like Utah State as well. Um, It's hard to find like good quality wins for them. Uh, They do have a couple of top 40 wins over Boise State. But other than that, like they've lost to San Diego State twice. And uh, they do have a win over Nevada, but after seeing that game last night, Nevada did not look very good. So I don't know how quality that win is, but also Kim has Utah State winning this game by four or by three. So this line is not in line with Kim Uh I think I will go with Utah State here. It's not one of my favorite looks, but I do think that this line is telling. So I will go with the line here. All right, let's go to number 15, Princeton against number two Arizona this is a 4:10 p.m tip we have the Wildcats laying 14 and a half total of 154 and a half Jenks it's a big number here is this a number that you're willing to lay
0: no it's not but if I did bet this game I would lean Arizona and maybe maybe this is a letdown spot for Arizona because they capture the Pac-12 championship and then you're playing Princeton But this is going to be interesting to watch just from a viewing perspective because you're talking about a contrast in styles. The Wildcats play at the ninth fastest pace in the country. Princeton ranks 171st. So, I mean, we're talking about the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Now, there is definitely a case for Princeton to keep this close because when they beat Yale to win the Ivy League, they only had five turnovers in that game. So, if they can slow things down and if they can hold on to the basketball – I think they can slow things down enough to keep this within the number. But ultimately, I just think Arizona is too talented offensively. We know how very good they are, how much talent they have, whether it's Umar Balo, Azellas Tavillas, whoever it is. I think the Cats pull away late. So I would lay the 14 and a half with Arizona, but I'm not gonna play it.
1: The issue I'd have with like the pace of play thing is don't you think the team who is like winning and ahead kind of sets the pace? So I think it's going to be a little tougher for Princeton to like slow it down too yeah. much. I think the only way you would play Princeton is maybe in the first half where we see this with underdogs where they can kind of hang around in the first half of the game, but usually we'll see the cream rise to the top in the second half and Arizona really turns on the burners. And eventually uh, it's the depth that takes over as well, because I think that's another advantage. Not only do they have the talent advantage in the first half, you know, their first five starters, they also Mm -hmm. probably have a touch more depth. So I think if you play Arizona, make sure and play the full game. And if you're on Princeton, maybe take the points in the first half, because I do think it gets ugly later on, uh, for Princeton, uh, Arizona is very good offensively. And if anybody can run up the score, it's definitely Arizona. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's a tougher one. Let's go to the East where we have a 12 five matchup, which we know that is usually the best case. For a quote unquote upset. Like I'm not gonna call an eight, nine seed an upset. Uh so yeah. let's uh look at this one. We've got twelve seeded Oral Roberts and number five Duke squaring off. This is a night game, seven ten 10, uh tip off. And we've got Duke laying six and a half, total of one forty five. Oral Roberts comes into this game hot, needless to say. It, they have the mm-hmm. nation's longest winning streak at 17 games. So Jenks, are you taking the points here?
0: I sure am. I like Earl Roberts a lot. The Blue Devils are so hot right now. Duke, so hot. Everybody's on Duke, and I think this is a prime spot to grab the points. Everyone is so enamored with the Blue Devils winning the ACC tournament and this winning streak. And look, they're crazy talented. No one denies that. But the ACC is not the ACC of old. This is a much weaker conference than we've seen in years past. So, What do we see from Duke throughout the season? This is a team that can get cold from the outside. And also, when you think about Duke, you think about Kyle Filipowski. Well, Oral Roberts has a big man named Connor Vanover, who's seven foot five in the middle. I think he can limit Filipowski enough. They also have Oral Roberts, the Summit League Conference Player of the Year, and Max Atmos averages more than 22 points per game. That's seventh in the country. I'm going to be a contrarian here. I feel like everyone's going to be on Duke. I'm on Oral Roberts.
1: Yeah, uh, Connor Vanover actually played at Arkansas. I think he was a a transfer, a big guy, real tall, seven, five. I don't know if necessarily he's going to set the pace down low because, uh, Duke is so good at pulling down those rebounds. But I do think oral Roberts can keep it close. I do think if there is a play for me, it's probably taking the points here. I'll take the six and a half. Uh, also because oral Roberts can shoot the three. Uh, And I think if this team can get hot and make some shots, they can keep it close. However, I don't know if this one's making the card because, Jenks, it is very difficult for me to sit mm-hmm. here and fade Duke right now because, yes, it's a square side. Everybody knows Duke, and they're just going to say, oh, well, Duke, whatever. But you can't deny mm-hmm. how good Duke has been playing down the stretch, especially defensively speaking, putting on an absolute clinic against some pretty solid competition. I know the ACC is quote-unquote down this year, but mm-hmm. still – uh, this one's a little trickier than I would have hoped. But if you are debating a side and you think it's going to be close, I would rely on taking the point. So I'll be on Oral Roberts, but it's not going to be one of my plays. Let's go to 13-seeded Louisiana facing off with four-seed Tennessee. We've got the Vols laying 11.5, total of 136.5. Uh, Jenks, Tennessee's been a hard team to get a handle mm-hmm. on. Because one night they'll look like this amazing team that's capable of beating anybody in the country because of their defense. Mm -hmm. They're very tall, very athletic, can block a ton of shots, but then they'll lose to terrible teams and look absolutely terrible uh, the next night. So how do you feel about betting on this one?
0: I would not bet on this one. I do think. Tennessee is probably the right side and we've seen this number move from Tennessee minus 10 and a half to Tennessee minus 11 and a half. So that's where the cash is headed. But I, I just do not trust Tennessee and I'm also scarred by the fact that I covered Rick Barnes when he was at Texas and I love mm-hmm. Rick Barnes personality wise. He is a coach that you cheer for and he's a coach you want to cover. He's also a big practical joker. Like I remember one time and I was not a part of this but he, he and a bunch of the guys covering the team, covering the Longhorns way back in the day, they were all out at a restaurant, I think, after the game. Because he would just sit and talk with the sports writers. He had a very cordial relationship, very respectful relationship. And he just left him with the tab, just for fun, just to mess with them. Like, he would always do stuff like that. Great guy. But also, at the end of his tenure, these Texas teams would struggle in the tournament. And I think we're going to see the same thing from Tennessee. They've struggled down the stretch. And remember a few weeks ago, he was talking about how his guys didn't have a lot of confidence. They lost to Kai Ziegler, who's tore his ACL. He was a huge part of that team. So in this spot, I think it's the walls, but you cannot talk me into betting Tennessee because I never know which team is going to show up. So I will lean Raisin Cajuns.
1: I would definitely be on your side if the matchup was a little different, but Louisiana Mm -hmm. has not fared well against tougher competition. This is a team that gave up a hundred spots to your Texas Longhorns. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that makes me a little nervous. I think if there's a recipe for a first half under, this is probably it because Louisiana Lafayette has probably not seen a defense that is this talented. And I do think defense is probably more consistent than offense, or at least that's been the case for Tennessee because the problem with Tennessee is the defense is always there, but sometimes the offense just does not make shots. So I think uh, you take in all the factors with first half unders being hot for the last 10 years, hitting in a 58% clip uh, in the first round of the tournament. And also the fact that I think Louisiana is going to be off their game just a little bit because of the defense they'll see from Tennessee. And it may taking take them a little bit to adjust to it. So I'll take the first half under here. I'm not sure what that number would be. The full game total, I believe, is 136. So whatever half of that is uh, will probably be your first half under. I do like that play.
0: Yeah, I think that's a right. I, I like that quite a bit. I'd go for that. You know more about this matchup than I do. Honestly, I had like a visceral reaction where I was like, oh, Tennessee, I can't do it. But you are right. When you look at Louisiana, this is not a great basketball team. And 13-4 13-4 seed, that doesn't really do anything for me. Let me ask you this quickly. When you see a 5-12, and of course we know all about the 5-12 matchups and the 12 upsets the 5, do you look at that differently just because of the history? I feel like the NCAA does this on purpose.
1: Maybe, but it also depends on the seeding. And this year, more than other years, it feels like the seeding doesn't like hold as much weight because I think as mm-hmm. a whole, college basketball, there's been way more parity this year. And if you look at some of these seeds, like some of them feel off. Like, yeah, Tennessee's what a, a four seed, but it doesn't feel like they deserve to be. Like you look at the numbers and yes, Tennessee's right. a good team, but I don't know for a four seed. So I think it goes into that as well, is like how much do you believe in the seedings?
0: Yeah, I think I agree with that, and I also think when, again when it comes to five twelve, we are talking about Oral Roberts and Duke. That's one of another reason why that I like Oral Roberts because I feel like the NCAA put Duke at five for a reason. That's just me, probably having a little bit of a little bit of a conspiracy theory attitude.
1: For more, listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.